Human nature cannot be studied in cities except at a disadvantage. A village is the place. There you can know your man inside and out. In a city you but know his crust, and his crust is usually a lie. From Mark Twain. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Amanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for the first quarter of the Wolf Moon, January 22nd to 29th, 2010. Here are some natural events for this quarter moon. In small towns, we greet each other, even in passing. You know the drive-by wave, one finger off the steering wheel, the basic greeting, two or three fingers raised, signifying more familiarity. The whole hand wave is reserved for close friends or family or those to whom we owe money or favors. On the street, we speak when we pass someone, to not speak means you're either from out of town or you're not on speaking terms. Maybe you remember Crocodile Dundee straight from the outback to the streets of Manhattan greeting everyone there with a cheerful good day while they either ignored him or scowled at him. Small town people understand this. In villages, it's common knowledge that everyone knows everyone else's business. We rejoice when our neighbors rejoice, and we weep when our neighbors weep. When someone accomplishes something, everyone knows about it. It often shows up in the local paper. Did you make the honor roll or get a big promotion or hike the Appalachian Trail? We know, and we congratulate you. Did you lose a loved one? We know, and we bring covered dishes and flowers to your house and we show up at the memorial service. There is more, of course. Did you get busted for speeding, or worse? It shows up on the police blotter. Did you neglect to pay your taxes? It shows up in the town report. Did you cheat on your wife? Did you act foolish at town meeting or the pub? We know, and we gossip about it behind your back. Maybe we even shun you. In fact... You might be shunned for nothing you ever did, but for something your father or grandfather did. Small towns see through deception or posturing. We know each other so well that there's no point in trying to pretend we're something that we're not. We're not so impressed with credentials or reputations gained elsewhere as with hard work and dedication to our town and our values. There's a healthy conservatism about small-town life that honors the past. After all, the village is the cradle of human society. The earliest cities appeared about 6,000 years ago, but evidence of villages dates back nearly 20,000 years, and there were doubtless thousands of vi uh, villages ages before that. This means we've had far more experience living in villages than in cities, and we've Learn the essentials of social survival on this scale from long, hard experience. So a certain amount of conservatism is healthy in preserving 
this hard-earned wisdom passed down for thousands of years. The worst of small-town conservatism is a stubborn resistance to change or to any idea that bears the slightest hint of originating somewhere else. We've all heard the story about the newcomer who stood up at town meeting to tell them how it was done in his former hometown. If it was so good there, came the response, then why did you leave? Even Jesus himself left his hometown and came back with some big ideas. His old neighbors thought he was getting a bit too grandiose, and they said to each other, Isn't this the son of Joseph, the carpenter? Don't we know his family? And Jesus left town muttering, A prophet is not without honor, except in his own country and with his own people. So here's a rank opinion. For good or ill, change is going to come to the small town regardless. But too much change can cause a town to lose its moorings of heritage and history. And too little change can cause it to lose its heart and hope and to dwindle and die in the nostalgic prison of the past. True to the past but ready for the future, small towns will survive. And finally, here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. The first from novelist William Soroyan. Is the small town a place truly of the world? Or is it no more than something out of a boy's dreaming? Out of his love of all things, not of death made. All things somewhere above the rust, dust, and decay. And from Bert Backrack, a small town is a place where there's no place to go where you shouldn't. That's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. 